You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Okay, everybody, before we get into today's episode, I'd love to take a moment to recognize our show sponsor, Jane, an all-in-one practice management software. The team at Jane knows how essential privacy and security are for your clinic, and they're committed to keeping your data safe. With Jane, you can rest assured knowing Jane is HIPAA compliant and your data is encrypted with bank-level security and backed up on secure servers. Jane also makes it easy for full access users to set staff roles and adjust the level of access your team has to your schedule, charts, billing, and other clinic-wide settings. This helps maintain the privacy of your client's data while ensuring your staff can still access the information they need. If you're curious to learn more about privacy and security with Jane, head to jane.app slash medical aesthetics to book a one-on-one demo with a member of their support team. Don't forget, you can also mention my code NURSECEO at the time of a sign-up for a one-month grace period on your new Jane account. All right, let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Ryan Cogdill and Emily Cheng on with us from MedVenture App. Um, Hey, guys, thanks for being on the show with us today. Hey, thanks thanks for for having us. Uh, all right, so I always like to get a little bit of background information, uh, you know, find out who you guys are and how you got started in this. So why don't you start, um, Ryan, I guess if you want to give us a little back, bit of background on you and then Emily, uh, we'll go to you. Sure, yeah. Hi, uh, my name is Ryan. I have been a nurse for 13 years now. Uh, I've been a traveler for nine of those. Um, I mostly do step down. I've done anything from IV infusions to outpatient um, originally from Fresno, currently located in San Diego. Awesome. And Emily? Hi, everyone. My name's Emily. I'm originally from New York, but based out of Seattle, Washington right now. I've been a nurse for eight years, a traveler for five, um, primarily CVICU, but I've worked in also outpatient, IV infusions, concierge nursing, camp nursing, actually, most recently. Um, so really trying to play all the different roles in nursing. Awesome. So how do you guys know each other? We met at TrafCon in 2019, and TrafCon is the largest traveling healthcare conference um, annually happening in Las Vegas in September. Okay. Um, And what, you just became friends, or you decided to start a business together? Like, how did that (laughs) (laughs) Well, we originally connected on social media on Instagram. Uh, I had a post that went viral. Uh, It was, I finished my assignment in Guam. And I just posted about how it restored my faith in humanity, how, you know, you, the patient would ask for a pillow and be like, sorry, we're out of pillows. And they'd be like, thank you for looking. I'll use a blanket. Like if you ran out of pillows in the U S they would throw something at you. Right. (laughs) So it just kind of went viral. It just showed my gratitude for like restoring my faith in nursing and the people that were there. Um, the governor gave me like, like something like mayor of the day or something. And I was featured in the news and stuff. I think M saw that post. So I was known as the Guam guy going into that. <laughs> so uh, we just kind of connected via social media originally. And then at TrapCon hit it off from there. And that's kind of how our story began. I don't know, M, mm-hmm. if you want to take it away from there. Sure. Yeah. So the idea for my venture app, it actually started from doing a mentorship 
um, program with Kat Golden from Nurses Inspire Nurses. I was actually um, pretty burnt out from nursing. And so thought travel nursing was going to solve that problem. It, you know, delayed it a little bit, but I had to get to the root of why I was burnt out. And um, through this mentorship program, discovered that I really loved the whole concept and lifestyle of travel nursing and traveling healthcare professionals. And so came up with the idea for MedVenture, was going to actually create a website, but then a friend suggested an app. But I was too intimidated by the thought of an app that I sat on it for seven months and then went to TravCon, got to meet amazing individuals like Ryan, and then got so inspired by all these, you know, thousands of healthcare professionals living a very non-traditional lifestyle that uh, it inspired me to figure out the next steps for this app. And Ryan was the first person to get on a discovery call with me and validate the idea. And by the end of that call, we decided to be business partners because I was actually actively searching for one. Um, and that was three and a half, actually almost four years ago, which is pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> I doubt that time goes by so fast. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that story. Um, the, first of all, I love Guam guy. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So you guys met at TravelCon or tra yeah, TravelCon. And, uh, so what was it that, um, why the app, like, why did you feel like you needed an app and, and like a website wouldn't work? I think with how technology is moving forward, um, way more people have eyeballs on apps these days than they do have on websites. And I'd done a decent amount of research and I think just with how, tech was moving, um, I thought that an app was going to be more accessible than a website and just have more feature tools to, to build into and yeah, more scalable. Okay. And what was your vision for what this app would look like? That has been changing and evolving uh, as <laughs> most businesses, but we had always set out for this to be a all-in-one app. And so we always say that this is an all-in-one app to empower and unite traveling healthcare professionals through community tools and resources. Um, so for right now, uh, we can explain some of the features of the app, I guess. And then um, I don't know if you want yeah. to talk about it, Ryan. Talk about it. So we have five main features of the app. Uh, the first one is meet people. So say uh, a nurse uh, or uh, we do serve all traveling health professionals. I don't know if we said that. So a travel PT gets an assignment in San Diego. They put their location and it shows all the other travelers around there within a hundred mile radius. It doesn't give the exact location, but it shows them and they can connect based on likes and interests and also show romantic interest if they want. Uh, there is a meetups and events section. So agencies, local businesses can host meetups or travelers can be like, hey, I'm hiking today. Who wants to come join me? Um, there is a discussion board on housing, things to do, food and drink. Um, we also have hospital reviews and agency reviews, so travelers can leave reviews based on their experience at the hospital. They can choose to stay anonymous to protect themselves, as well as working with an agency. And then finally, we have traveler resources. These are niche-specific services that serve our community, uh, such as tangible goods or tax prep or health insurance, um, anything like that. So those are current uh, features of the app. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I, I love that. So yeah. I had this experience back in 2006 where I was working at the WHO. I was in um, Geneva, Switzerland, and they had this like really rudimentary website that is kind of like what you're talking about. And because it's such a transitory city, 
nobody knows anybody. And, you know, people would say, oh, I'm going to go play tennis. Who wants to go play tennis? And it was the neatest thing. And, you know, I, I met so many people that way, or I would go like wine tasting with another group of people. And it was just totally accepted because we were all transient. Um, so mm -hmm. for you guys to bring that into like the travel world, because that's got to be the hardest thing when you're traveling, right? Like you don't know anybody and, you know, everybody's got, you go into a unit and they're all like best buddies or whatever. <laughs> it's right. like high school, you know, trying to break into the... <laughs> So this provides that opportunity for people to meet up who, cause they're going to want it. They're going to want friends in new cities. I mean, you just gave right. them friends. Yeah, a, <laughs> the only way as a traveler, you'd meet somebody is on orientation. If you get lucky, there's another traveler in there or on your unit. Um, but you know, as travelers are more and more prevalent after COVID, the staff know not to get close to the travelers because we just leave, right? So um, that was like the only way. And then Facebook groups um, until we came along and now it's much more easy, easier to, you know, access other travelers in your area. So was it hard to kind of put this together at first? Like how do you get people to use and adopt the app in order for it to be useful? Yeah. We're actually pretty proud that we've been able to grow this totally organically um, to almost 20,000 users currently. Uh, between Ryan and I, we have you know over a decade of experience in the travel world and we know the first, second and third degree of people. And so um, honestly, it's been word of mouth, social media. Um, we create a lot of content uh, just for like brand awareness and also just like what the app can function as. And luckily we also have ambassadors that help us spread our mission. And so we've implemented a lot of different ways to really extend our reach to um, help people to learn about our mission and vision. We even well. went to school and put up flyers in the break rooms. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we tried everything. Um, Gotta be scrappy. We're, we're proud to say we haven't spent money on marketing and we've grown to this user database. So, mm -hmm. well, yeah, that that's really impressive. Um, so, what did it start in like a certain area first, like the location that you were in, and then you've kind of grown it across the country? And does it go beyond the US? So looking back, we probably should have started it in one city. <laughs> <laughs> when we launched, we launched it to the whole US. Um, however, it, wherever Em and I have done an assignment, it seems to continue to thrive and grow. So our top cities, we started in Seattle, that is our top city, and then San Diego, Los Angeles, pretty much everywhere on the West Coast has a large presence. Uh, we're trying to get the East Coast started. We've had a couple meetups over there. Boston's really big, but we've hosted over nine, is it a thousand or nine hundred meetups? A thousand yeah. meetups around the country. Oh my God. Um, not personally hosted, but you know, our app has hosted, travelers have hosted our agencies. Um, so we're pretty proud of that. And uh, we get messages all the time that people are connecting, people are having romantic relationships. It's it's really cool because, you know, it comes full circle. We're going to TravCon this year uh, back in September, and it'll be our third time going as vendors. And everyone comes up to us and like, I met my best friend. I met my partner. It's really neat. Oh, yeah. that is neat. Those, yeah. are, those are great stories. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of times, I mean, what I always say is it, it really is an honor and privilege to be able to support the people who support everybody else. Um, as we learned through COVID and the highlight of everything, there's very little support in the hospital systems and things like that. So to be able to support well-being, which I do think community is such an integral part of our well-being, um, it's really awesome to be able to see that in real time unfolding. Yeah, now, how did... oh, okay. No, go ahead. I said, we like to argue that our app is actually helping um, 
patient safety because as a traveler, if you are lonely and isolated, it's going to affect your work. And our theory is if we can create community even before the traveler gets there and they find their friends, they'll be more fulfilled in their personal life, which will translate into their job. Um, We like to argue that. Yeah, I mean, this is this is awesome. I wish this was around when I was <laughs> nursing, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I love traveling and I didn't do travel nursing because of, um, you know, basically just going somewhere and not knowing anybody for 13 weeks. I felt like, you know, I'd be kind of isolated, but this puts it on a whole different level um, of going. I mean, how exciting to go and have, a you know, there's going to be a bunch of people there that are going out and exploring and having fun. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, because one of my first jobs was down in Texas and we were in South Texas and they had imported all these Canadian nurses, right? So it was, again, that transient situation. And all they wanted to do was go out and explore Texas. And that's what we did for, you know, two years, just went around like that. But, um, you know, how amazing would it be to to have that in every city that you go to in the U.S.? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny. Every every assignment I go to, the staff says, you've done more in 13 weeks than I've done my whole life here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like every day we're off, we're doing something, we're hiking, we're seeing things. It's just, it's just uh, our lifestyle, and it's cool to have other people that share that same interest. Yeah, definitely. So, um, in terms of these meetups, what what do they look like? Are they like a, just a couple people? Could they be anybody? Uh, how do they set them up, and how does that how does that get rolling? Yeah, so our meetups and events are. I mean, we really try to empower our travelers with the tools to host meetups. So it doesn't have to be our ambassadors, doesn't have to be local businesses or agencies. It can literally be any user on the app um, with any type of activity. So it's usually something outdoors or maybe it's a pub crawl, maybe it's you know a holiday event or something like that. Um, maybe it's a concert, but it could be anything on that spectrum. I mean, it could be going to a coffee shop and just meeting up with someone, but um, some of our larger events, the summertime bonfires are super popular um, in the major cities and we just actually hosted our largest travel um, nationwide event we hosted a camp for healthcare travelers um, to be able to decompress from covid we call it an adventure camp it was on the east coast in pennsylvania we had 125 of them come and it was empowering workshops but also playing in the outdoors we had holistic sessions like reiki and sound healing and uh yeah, it's really unique space to hold for our travelers. Uh, and that's a big deal too. Like putting on an event is is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> Correct. Oh, we learned that. <laughs> that's why you're blowing my mind with like these thousand meetups. I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> all the all the stuff that goes into that. And I know you're not hosting all of them, but I mean, it's amazing just to get people to do something mm-hmm. uh, and use your app is like. That's really hard. I mean, people, uh, what, what is the secret sauce there? <laughs> um, I'm ready to write I it mean, down. Just <laughs> <laughs> I personally think it to start it off in the beginning was definitely super difficult. Like Ryan and I had to host a bunch of events. And then I think people started, I mean, I always say you got to lead by example. And I think people recognize like, hey, anybody can do this. It's not just, you know, people who work for the company it could be anybody. And I think after uh, we, we do have several tips that we give people who want to host events. So we always say, you know, choose the activity you want to do the day and time and then bring a buddy because just in case nobody goes, you, you are still going to do that activity, 
go to that place and you still have someone to go with. And so we have held, um, I think we have a blog post and then also an Instagram live that we talked about how to host an event. Um, but it's initially just showing people it's not that scary. These are some safeguards and guidelines to host an event um, and then trying to like empower them. Okay. So if you're not a travel nurse, if you're like a, a nurse in a certain city, can you still join? Yeah. I mean, you can, <laughs> if you don't mind being around. Maybe you don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we've definitely had people bring, you know, staff friends to events and we're not exclusive. We're very inclusive in that way. And as long as you're fine with, you know, some talk about traveling or whatever it may be, um, the more the merrier. And we also have a lot of people who bring their spouses who travel with them who aren't in healthcare or aren't traveling healthcare professionals. And yeah, there's a, I think we call it like healthcare friends yeah. um, as their profession or specialty on the app. And so, yeah. I always say okay. be weary coming as a staff because we'll convert you to a traveler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, I mean, how hard was it to get this app up and running? Uh, it was... It was a lot. I mean, the first thing we got and the biggest advice I have for other entrepreneurs, nursing entrepreneurs in Pacific is get a mentor in the space um, because I, I feel like they really helped us like do the framework for the app. Like as nurses, we have all the qualities to be an entrepreneur, but we, we don't have the business degree or the background. We're not taught in nursing. So we first got mentors. We did a lot of Google um, researching um, and then we kind of just like built out the frames on paper and then contacted developer, did some interviews and we did all of the screen frames from like start to beginning on paper and sent it to them. Now we know like there's a much easier way to do it, but that's kind of how we started. Okay. Uh, and how long did it take from like when you met at TravelCon to the app launching? Um, I want to say what four months? No, no we no, no. met in two thousand nineteen. Oh, uh, maybe like a year and a year months? and three months. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and how did you imagine at that time monetizing this business and and making it you know pay for itself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the app is actually freemium for anyone to sign up for, and then our streams of revenue are advertisements on the app um sponsor meetups and events we have affiliate marketing with any physical goods or mentorship programs or tax prep health insurance any of our partners and then also our camp okay so the sponsored meetups like is it just local businesses or anybody can do those um anyone can do it it's mostly been agencies um trying to like broaden their market and meet other travelers uh it's shown to have really good roi for them, they can host a meetup and have a bunch of travelers that they don't know show up and they can talk to them and get leads. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other types of advertisers do you have? Uh, We've we done have... health insurance. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, it, did you imagine that's what you were going to be doing? Um, or is that something that came up like, hey, we have this huge audience, we should, you know, sell advertising space? No, I think we knew from the beginning we were going to do advertising. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that was that was the the business model the, or the 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 main business model that you were thinking of. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and then, you know, what is, um, what is the kind of the experience for those advertisers to get in front of your audience? Like what does your audience typically look like? What are their demographics and, uh, you know, why sponsor you versus something else? Mm -hmm. I think we're, the difference in our app versus, you know, if they advertise on Facebook or Instagram is that it is hundred percent niche. So it's really easy to target exactly who they're trying to target. And they also know that we vet the companies that we work with. So they have to care about and value the people, not just care about metrics and numbers and all that and have good business ethics. And so I think our community knows that we try to, you know, do business in the most right way as possible. And so um, I think they're more receptive to our partners because of that, um, since we're pretty protective of our people. <laughs> and I think it definitely helps that, you know, we're both co-founders that have firsthand experience. Um, we're not just trying to make a quick buck off of people. And so I think because of that, and uh, people know us personally or our story. And so I think a lot of people resonate with us and it's not like we are biased towards any one company. We work with tons of companies um, and just try to provide the best resources for our community. That, yeah, that that's really cool. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, this is like the first time I've, I've heard uh, like a story like this. So it, it's really incredible. <laughs> Um, what is kind of the the big vision? Um, what what do you see? Where do you see this going? Um, I mean, it feels like you've you've picked up a lot of momentum, um, and it's it's going to probably snowball from here. I would imagine, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's but the hope. We're waiting for the tipping point. <laughs> we always say our community drives our roadmap, so we're always constantly surveying them and seeing what they need. As travelers, we feel like we know what they need, but we always want to like check in with our customer our customers, I guess, community uh, to see what they need. Housing is a big um, pain point, furnished housing as a traveler, and also finding jobs. Um, so we hope to tap into those communities. Also, onboarding is a huge pain in the butt. I don't know if I can cuss on here. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like clients and, and doing that is a huge pain. So we've been looking to several avenues um, to test out and see what sticks with our community. Um, and we, we're probably going to be going for funding here soon to, to do that. Oh, wow. Wow. That's really exciting. Um, now, and you guys are both still travelers, right? Um, I'm working per diem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm working per diem as well. Okay. So has this become like a full-time business for both of you? It's full-time working per diem on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know that. <laughs> uh, I always say most nurses have like two, three, four jobs, um, right. you know, at any given time. Um, right. All right. So, wow. Uh, this is, yeah, this is, again, like I said, really exciting. Um, and it, it's different than than anything else that that's really out there. So how many camps are you planning to have in a given year? Just one, one annual. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort. Oh, is that enough? <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll consider other types of smaller events, but putting together um, a large scale event like that, pretty uh, all all consuming. <laughs> yeah, so I see you have uh, your camp. Are you going back to the same pl place? It looks like you have 2024 lined up already. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. that looks gorgeous. Um, all right, so uh, uh, do you anticipate having like 100,000 nurses 
nurses and a million nurses like what is the what is the dream here on on your app well, yeah i mean if we can have all traveling healthcare professionals <laughs> on there absolutely well, pre-covid there was only 110,000 travelers now there's 1.6 million so, oh my god you're kidding post covid yes so if we can capture 10% of the the market we'd be happy with that i mean our goal is to obviously capture every traveler but um yeah i think we're well on our way to um doing that yeah leaders in our industry i mean it seems like the the biggest barrier you have is you know just not you know ha not having the eyeballs like the more eyeballs that are in this like why wouldn't you join that i would absolutely join this if i was a travel nurse this is like the most exciting thing i've seen <laughs> yeah it's just trying uh, to get in front of the people who don't know our story you know or we don't have a connection to so Yep, absolutely. Well, I, you know, we have a lot of travelers uh, in our group that are, you know, thinking that they want to have business, but, you know, maybe they really just want what you guys are offering here, like some friends and, you know, <laughs> some good times and, you know, just do something other than work. And yeah, yeah so... All right. Um, so if people want to find out more, download the app, where do they go? What do they do? They can go on the iOS and Android app store and just type in MedVenture app. It's free to download. And you can follow us on Instagram on MedVenture app as well. TikTok MedVenture app. And then our website is medventureapp.com. Awesome. Well, congratulations on this. And thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. We'll see you at MedVenture Camp 2024. Yeah. <laughs> this is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.